0: We're just going in. We're just ru- fools rush in. Which is a different movie. Self starring Matthew Barry And, and Salma Hayek. This
1: fool rush in. That's
0: from the... You went one way, I went a different way.
1: That's from the uh, Marie Antoinette soundtrack.
0: Yeah. It's as, a great version of that song. As covered on DVD Deathmatch
1: previously on dvd deathmatch
0: <laughs> you'll never take me alive
1: like- <laughs> i'm liza poor
0: i'm mike pelasic
1: every week we randomly pick two movies from our stupidly large dvd collection watch them and discuss
0: when it's all over we can only keep one two discs enter
1: one disc leaves this is dvd, DVD deathmatch Death Match.
0: Hello!
1: Hi. Oh my god, we're back again.
0: Um, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Great. If you're listening to this, it's the one year anniversary. If you're listening to it the day it comes out. Right, yes, sorry. Yeah. If you're listening to it the day it comes out, it's the one year anniversary of, like, shit going down <laughs>
1: the last time we were in civilization it was like the day
0: is <laughs> the day that they uh that tom hanks got it right march 11th because it was yeah. it was our daughter's birthday mm-hmm. um and so tom hanks got it the nba shut down and there was like another couple things that happened yeah. that day um that were just like, oh, this is... Oh, this is real. For real. Also, Julia at work reminded me earlier today that it was also the day that Sarah Palin was on The Masked Singer. Ugh. Which is like...
1: <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, we should have known. Well, yeah, this is our punishment.
0: <laughs> this is our punishment.
1: Clearly, these are the end times. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's so funny. Shout out to Julia. Hey,
1: Julia. Um, yeah, yeah. The last time we were uh, in this... Last time, yeah, last time we were in the city...
0: Yeah, well, that today, the day we're recording this is the anniversary, yes. uh, one year anniversary of the last time we went to a restaurant.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So that was cool, and that was like we went to a restaurant. You happen to like have a connection where you know the owner of this restaurant, so we like were talking to him at the bar. Yeah,
1: like and asking he was him like, how business had been affected already, and right, yeah.
0: and he was he was like, oh yeah, things are already down like twenty five percent or something, and yeah. like we're expecting, and and I I feel like I remember one of the servers wearing a mask, even though masks like. Definitely weren't a thing then, Mm -mm. and weren't a thing for a while at the beginning of the pandemic, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because
0: I remember the first time in, like, April, May, June, when I realized, like, when I saw people walking around in masks outside our house and being like, oh, I have a feeling, like, in two weeks, we're just going to be wearing masks all the time. All the time, yeah. And I remember that conversation we had Mm -hmm. about it, and it feeling like, oh, no, that's you don't combat, combat this with masks. You combat it by wiping down all your groceries. like
1: Right. Well, and it, also with the masks, it was that whole thing where the leadership was telling us that masks were not necessary. Right. So then it turned into this right. weird. Right, Fauci said it, I think. Right. So then it turned into this weird, um, like, political thing where, like, I I distinctly remember feeling like, Well, I don't want people to think that I'm alarmist, but I also don't want people to think that I'm not following the rules or I'm being unsafe. So, like, do I wear a mask out right now or do I not? You know what I mean? And then
0: it very quickly became, oh, wear a mask, even even if you feel like you're outdoors and a safe distance, to indicate that you... Believe in masks. Right. Like it's all become a culture war in a different way. Exactly. It's a movie podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. Anyway, look, we're going through a lot um, as a nation, as a human race, yeah. uh, all this stuff. So, yeah, yeah. And it's been a year of it. A, Yay! Fucking, a fucking year. Just year. lost. <laughs>
1: um, um, anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this uh, the day it comes out, or even the 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 morning or afternoon after, I'm gonna go ahead and plug the Please. show that I'm in. Yes, again with from the couch theater. We're doing another showcase. Uh, I'm in two shows. One of them, I play a god. So like
0: a god or the god. Uh, it, the this god. Is, this is gonna determine whether I come or not. <laughs> okay,
1: it's the god.
0: Okay, I'll be there. Okay, cool. On to um,
1: and the other one is. Uh, is very funny. I don't want to, I, I honestly don't want to say too much about the other yeah, one because yeah. it's, it's very fun and funny and I don't want to spoil it. But, um, but yeah, you should check it out. We, sh- we stream on Facebook and YouTube from the Couch Theater with an R-E. You can find us there.
0: From the Couch um, Theater on Facebook. Yeah. From the Couch Theater on YouTube. Yep, check it out.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Play, um, yeah,
0: you've been doing these plays all, all pandemic really. And yeah, they've been really good and it's, fun.
1: It's been really fun. And, uh. Yeah, you should come check us all out because everyone's working really hard and everyone's really great and yeah, it's really fun to be to be doing something with cool people. That's all. That is awesome And <laughs> plug. How'd I do? Was that
0: okay? You did great.
1: <laughs> I'm sweating.
0: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and plug uh Jesus and Marrow on Showtime. <laughs> it's on Thursdays and Sundays. It's the show that I work on. And- WGA Award nominated. Yeah, NAACP Image Award nominated, Critics' Choice Award nominated, and and losing, we lost. Well. Congratulations to Seth Meyers. Your show's very good. (laughs) Fine. I guess it's fine and good. (laughs) But, uh, anyway, plugs.
1: Anyway, guys, we did it again. We watched two movies. Wow. Watched two movies we, right up to the wire this week, I man. I can't believe we
0: had it in us.
1: I know. Um, so this week we watched. Oh, you know, you know what? What's the current count? What current? What's our current count here? Twelve
0: ninety three. Twelve
1: ninety three. Guys, we're rocketing through. Yeah. Um, okay. So the two movies we watched this Wait, week
0: is it twelve ninety three?
1: Because we didn't get
0: rid of one last week.
1: Oh right.
0: We didn't do the Steve rule. We did the donation rule. We did. We're still at twelve ninety four. We're not rocketing through.
1: Wow. Take it back. We're at 1294, guys. Just kidding. Um, Anyway, the movies we watched this week are Margaret from 2011 and Out of Sight from 1998, baby.
0: Yes. That is what we did. Margaret, we watched The Extended Cut, yes. which is on a separate disc, front, and they're listed as two separate films in the spreadsheet. Margaret Theatrical Edition, Margaret Extended Cut. Wow. Little peek behind the curtain on DVD (laughs) Deathmatch. Hey, if anybody has any questions about the spreadsheet, get in touch.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, Okay. Well, that's interesting. You know what? We'll circle back to that one when we talk about Margaret, which is uh, now. Right now. Yeah. Margaret, 2011, directed by Kenneth Lonergan. IMDb summary is a woman witnesses a bus accident and is caught up in the aftermath where the question of whether or not it was intentional affects many people's lives.
0: I'm going to say not a girl, not yet a woman. Not a girl, it not says, yet a woman. Very clearly woman. a high
1: school student. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Kind of grappling with womanhood.
1: Well, right. And also I think it's actually pretty important that she's a teenager and,
0: and yeah, not I would like say it's a very movie, important
1: to the plot. I would say the entire
0: movie is <laughs> and the <themes>. centrally about <laughs> not being a child anymore and entering womanhood.
1: <laughs> you like, might say. It
0: might it might be what the titular poem is about because guess what? There's not any character in the movie named Margaret. Truly not. Uh, you want to say, oh, Anna Paquin plays Margaret. She doesn't. She, she doesn't. plays Lisa. Lisa.
1: But uh, see, okay, we got, like, to the end of this. It, it's my, like, third to last note mm-hmm. because there's a scene where a teacher is reading the poem, the right. titular poem, and he says, Margaret? Yeah. And I'm like, is this movie not called Margaret? Is we supposed to call it Margaret?
0: I looked it up. Not <laughs> I, I looked up the poem because I wanted to read it again before... Mm. We recorded.
1: Okay, subtle brag.
0: Yeah, I read a poem <laughs> um, that was in a movie. Uh, anyway, and the f- first mention of Margaret in the poem mm-hmm. is, has, is like accented in interesting ways. Yeah. And at the end, it's not anymore. Interesting. Might mean something, might not.
1: Whoa. Um, <laughs> Poems, am I right?
0: All right. Oh, that's (laughs) dishes
1: are done. Dishes
0: are done. (laughs) Our dishwasher makes this little song to it, and it's
1: gonna do it about five more times. Oh,
0: it is, and we wrote some lyrics to it. We (laughs) have a lot of fun around here. We're a little crazy. My family, a little little crazy. crazy. (laughs) Dishes are done. Uh, Hold on, let's let's let people hear it clean. (laughs) Dishes are done. Why does it
1: remind me of the um? What is it? Oh, the the um the phone in Jurassic Park.
0: Oh, it's not actually yeah. it, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. that that
1: the tone of it is the same as like the phone ringing.
0: Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Anyway, cool cool movie tidbit for you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great, Margaret. Margaret. So I feel like before we get into it, we've already kind of like gotten into it. But before we get really into it, Margaret, mm-hmm. we should talk about. So it's Kenneth Lonergan, who's a playwright.
1: Yes. Mostly, yes, And has written yes, some amazing
0: plays mm-hmm. and very accomplished. Also wrote and directed You Can Count On Me. Mm-hmm, which you love. I love that movie. Yeah. If I haven't seen it in a long time. It'll come up. Yes. Um, and he made this movie after You Can Count On Me called Margaret, mm-hmm. uh, which we will talk about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shot it. And it was set to... Re- I think it was shot in 2005. It was set to release in maybe 2005 or 2006. Mm-hmm. And then got into a fight with the studio about the cut. And there were legal battles. And at some point, Martin Scorsese was brought in with his editor. Not his editor. She's very accomplished in her own right. But she works with Martin Scorsese often. Thelma Schoonmacher. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, she... They came in and, like, did a cut of the movie mm-hmm. that might be the theatrical cut, but might be a different cut. Oh. Anyway... So the movie itself, the theatrical cut, wasn't released until 2011. So mm-hmm. it, legal battles meant it sat around for six years. Wow. And then the extended cut, which is Kenneth Lonergan's cut, is what we watched. Right. And that came out later. Okay. And Kenneth Lonergan's cut, <laughs> sorry. No. Is, so we I bought this on Blu-ray, and I bought it on Blu-ray because it was the only way to see the extended cut. Oh. And the extended cut is not on Blu-ray. It is on DVD in, when with the Blu-ray that you buy.
1: So we've got a Blu-ray of theatrical cut of Margaret. Yeah. And a DVD of
0: extended cut. Extended which is director's,
1: director's cut. Wow. Uh,
0: sorry, this I can't tell if this is the least interesting thing anybody's ever heard in their life, but second least. Okay, cool. Okay. But um. But anyway, so the movie has this, like, very storied, crazy history. It, like, sat around for a long time Mm -hmm. um, and became kind of, like, whispered about. Oh, my God, Margaret, Margaret, Margaret. Um, (laughs) So that's the backstory of Margaret. I
1: love it. I love that. Um, So we've got Anna Paquin Mm
0: -hmm.
1: as the not-titular Margaret. Uh,
0: No, the not, yeah, the Lisa. Yeah. Either you're a Lisa or you're a Margaret. (laughs) Jesus. Um, if you look around the table and you can't tell who the Margaret is, you're the you. Margaret. <laughs> uh,
1: we've also got uh The Ruffalo.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, love him. Uh, uh this isn't spoilery, right? I'm gonna say it. Yeah, and we're then if spoil it's spoilery, this. we'll we'll cut if it's too spoilery, we'll cut it out. I don't think it is. So Guys, this is a podcast where we talk about movies. If you don't want them spoiled at all, don't listen to it. But also, just maybe hit play and take your headphones off, because then we get the stream. Anyway, you get it. Um, okay. So, uh, Anna Paquin, young girl, is skipping down the street. She's looking for a cowboy hat. She sees Mark Ruffalo driving a New York City bus. It takes place in New York City. Important. Upper, upper West Side, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sees Mark Ruffalo driving a bus. He's got a cowboy hat on. She chases the bus down, trying to ask him where his cowboy hat is from. He's driving and waving and talking to her, and kind of they're kind of flirting a little bit, although really they're just talking. Anyway, we'll get to it. Um, and then the bus runs a red light and runs over a woman. Right. <laughs> and uh, Anna Paquin's character cradles her as she dies in her arms, and uh, the. Actress playing the woman is Allison Jenny, Right. Which, it's so funny because I... So I remember watching Margaret the first time and then watching it again. So I've seen it. This is, I think, my third viewing mm. of this movie. Because... And I say that because I have such a clear memory of watching the credits go by and going, oh, Allison Janney is in this. I forgot. But not remembering that she... Plays the right. woman who was brutally killed in the right. first, you know, 20 minutes of the film. Right. And it's such, like, I feel like a goldfish. This movie makes me feel <laughs> like a goldfish. Because yeah. I did it again, where I was like, oh, Alice and Jenny. And then I was like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait
1: a minute. That,
0: um, that? oh, go ahead. No, you're still talking.
1: No, I was just going to say, that scene, they do, it does this really wonderful job of, of setting up the world that we're in with, with, uh, Lisa and her mother and the school that she goes to and we're on the Upper West Side and, you know, whatever. Uh, and then they just destroy you with this scene that is, it's brutal, you guys. Yeah. It's its but graphic and so, like, long. Yeah. Like, it's not like she gets hit by a bus and we cut away. You're with her as, like, Lisa is cradling this woman dying in her arms.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Allison Janney gets hit by a bus, and you watch her die, and it is, I am going to say, the best, and by best, I mean, like, most effective, most realistic-seeming, I don't yeah. know, uh, on-screen death I've ever seen. Like, yeah. it's, like, there's no, it's, yeah, like, it, it's, it's really, really traumatic to watch. It, it is. And they, and, like, she is so good. She's not scream like she's so her essentially her like body's cut in half kind of by this bus. Yeah, or, like, I mean the bus
1: runs her over and her leg is cut off.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I but I just mean like her body goes through like insane trauma. Mm-hmm. You don't see, like you you I mean it's not overly gory you're not like i'm not you know what i mean the the problem with it is not that you're like seeing so much blood although you are seeing a lot of blood itself but not like viscera and stuff yeah but the problem with it is just that you feel her performance is so good Mm -hmm. as a woman who is dying Mm -hmm. that you feel um like like it's brutal like it feels gory even though it's not that gory there's just a lot of blood and stuff yeah but like she's not cuz she's not her body undergoes all this trauma and she's not screaming
1: right she's, well she's
0: like awake and going where am i where like where am i like right. what's going and on right and
1: it feels like you know there was research done there which like right. sp- feels like a dumb thing to say but um you know everything i've 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 heard and seen about about trauma to your body is that you know uh your body tries to make, your body doesn't want to feel pain, doesn't right, want you right, to feel right. pain. So there's an aspect to it where a huge trauma to your body, you're not going to feel it. You're going to go numb.
0: Right. Um. And she's, and, but Allison Janney's asking like, like are my eyes open or closed? Right, there's a point
1: where she's like, I can't see.
0: Yeah. And it, it's oh, just, anyway. It's so good, It's just guys. It's just like a <laughs> very insane, intense yeah. death scene. And it has to be because the whole movie is then about her in the aftermath of this and right. how she feels responsible, how she feels she wants the bus driver to be held responsible. Mm-hmm. She's undergo, she's also, it's also just about a girl who is figuring out like that she has power as like a sexual being and mm-hmm. that she's like God. All- and, but also she has no power because she's a woman and a girl and she's like, right. And also
1: that she's not the center of the universe.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that that, when she starts to get involved in this dead woman's life with her mm. friend and all this stuff and they try to get a, they get a lawyer and they go go after the bus driver it's just like um something we haven't mentioned yet is that the extended edition is over three hours it's long so
1: long and y'all.
0: it is it's i mean the movie's two and a half the like the theatrical cut is two and a half hours yeah and this and i this edition is over three. And I think that was maybe the big point of contention. Probably. Um, But there are other differences too. Like, I I haven't sat down and watched them both back to back. Mm. But I think one of the things that, that I'm pretty sure is way different about the, um, Lonergan cut, the extended edition that we watched Mm. is the sound mix. And like, there's a whole thing happening throughout the entire movie where, They'll be in scenes in diners or in offices or in school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people will be talking, but you're hearing other conversations. Like it's just all about trying to create this like soundscape thing. Yeah. Where okay, okay.
1: No, I was just gonna say that's really interesting because I didn't remember that about the movie. And I was like, am I just block have I just blocked it out? Because I- I so okay so so like you said it's like the 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 actors we're supposed to be watching are in a restaurant at a table, and you can hear some of their conversation, but you can also hear conversations of people at other tables in the restaurant. Yeah,
0: fully mixed that up you, at that the that you same can't volume. See. Yeah. Exactly,
1: and it's yeah, it's it's at the same volume, and there were times when it was hugely distracting. Yeah. and did not work for me at all. And right. then there were times where it was distracting, but it worked.
0: Like, there's a yeah. lot of,
1: I, it was weird. It's, it's unsettling. So, yes. It's, Which I think is good and probably what he was going for. Yeah. But there were just, it, I, maybe it was, like, overused for me or something. Yeah. Because there were there were even, like, um, kind of, like, establishing shots where you're panning across a bunch of apartment buildings yeah. and getting snippets of conversations in each yeah. apartment. And it's, like. Well, that doesn't work for me because you wouldn't you wouldn't be floating outside of the window and hear the conversations. Whereas in the restaurant, like there's a there's a scene where she's like with this boy, who she's been kind of stringing along, who has a yeah. really big crush on her, and she's kind of like whatever. And but it's like right after the accident, and she is he's talking and she's not hearing him. Yeah. And that it's really effective because it puts you yeah. with her in that moment.
0: Right. 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 Um, right. And it's just. I I totally see that it like, it's an interesting formal choice. Yes, and it does a lot. It's like I it's exactly what you said. Where it's like I they it's not a mistake. No, like they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's clearly meant to evoke. I mean, you know, not to not to be not to pull this old chest not out. Oh boy. But New York City's kind of a character in this movie. <laughs> oh my kind god. Kind of uh, it's kind of the the third Margaret. <laughs> if you know what I mean. There's Margaret and there's Lisa, and there's New York City. Oh my god. Um <laughs> but I you know it like it's mm, this is such a New York City movie. Like yes. it's shot on location ever, like even the apartments. Mm-hmm. There's a shot in Matt Damon's apartment <laughs> yeah. late in the movie where she cuz she has this teacher Matt Damon She has a teacher. His name's Matt Damon. He's unrelated to the actor. He's played by Matthew Broderick. Um, No, she has this teacher played by Matt Damon. And... I mean, she is just relentlessly hitting on him the entire movie. And at some point, it comes to a head. Yeah. Uh No, hey. no pun intended. hey <laughs> No Am I punning on cums or head? Oh, God! Um. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think cums. <laughs> this
1: is a family podcast.
0: Um, anyway... Uh, but there's a shot of his apartment in there where I was like, oh, yeah, that's a real apartment. It is fucking tiny in there. Yeah. (laughs) That is a pathetic room for them to be in. Um, but anyway, so they, it just, and all these like beautiful shots of New York City at night and like, Mm that are meant to and you know there's long slow pans of like tons of apartment buildings and mm. and she's a Broadway actress so The Mother Yeah so I'm sorry yes the mother yeah. who's played by Jay Smith Cameron who's a great actress married to Kenneth Lonergan
1: oh. She's on
0: people will probably know her from Succession this has a lot of Succession actors in it
1: Well yeah I mean like okay so the actors like she it's funny what what the thing that is so frustrating that was so frustrating watching this again. Um, she's so good. Yeah, Anna Paquin is obviously really good too. Everyone is really good in the, in the film.
0: It's good. It's good.
1: <laughs> but they're so not a match mm-hmm. for mother. Like, there's no way that that is her daughter.
0: Okay. All right. That <laughs> doesn't like, bother me the way it bothers you. I know. In well, and and but, I know but, what you mean though. But
1: but the thing is, it's not even like it necessarily bothers me that often. It's it's more that, like, when they get – when there's a good match, when, yeah, like, someone has done the math of, like, someone's face shape or whatever, and it's it, – like, that really is, like, exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually what I love is, like I said, someone who's who's done the math of looking at a face and saying – well, you. This isn't. It's not copy paste. Like your 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 kids, your yeah. biological children, are not copy paste necessarily. Yeah. But like, oh, they have the same eye shape and they have the same lips and they, right. You know that stuff really like. Right. Is like very nerdily cool to me. But they are so not a match. Okay. And Anna Paquin's not enough of a match to, uh, to Kenneth Lonergan. Kenneth Lonergan, who plays Ooh. her father, right. Cause it's like if they had, if that were true, it would be like ooh, like I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> okay, baby. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs>
0: um, May- <laughs> I'm, maybe they cast like actors that they liked. I'm just saying. No, I
1: know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Again, I'm not saying there's there's nothing to fix. <laughs> I would not have it any other way. No. But know. it was distracting to me how much of a not match they were.
0: I see. I see what you're saying the scene they have where they're i mean they have so many scenes where they're fighting mm-hmm. <laughs> but this the one scene i remember it cuz I, I think i've only se- i I've, I've only seen this movie twice or something <laughs> um, but that scene where they're fighting and it's i can't remember a single thing about it and that's kind of what's brilliant about it is that they're mm-hmm. just fighting about nothing mm-hmm. um, it's like before they go out are you going to come to this thing with me oh you know like um, I can't remember a single fucking thing they talk where, about.
1: And where are they? They're
0: in the living room and she's on the couch and she's like, Is this, it's like one of those fights where it's like, why are you talking to me like that? Yeah. Like, stop talking to me like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: very familiar around. Is it
1: the one that starts with... Her saying... With Lisa saying, I don't want to... Basically, like, I don't want to meet your boyfriend.
0: Yes. That one. Yes. Your boyfriend is downstairs. Yeah. And should I tell him to come up or not? I don't care what you fucking do. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That fight is so good. So good. Is so fucking good. Yeah. Just the two of them. And, um... I don't know. Like, the acting throughout is so great. Yeah. Um... But, yeah. Anyway, that's all. That's... Yeah. Um,
1: Sorry, no. Just really quickly. The other thing that... And, again... This I wanna I wanna I wanna make it very clear that this is not me saying that uh, she was bad. It, oh and what it boy. is I know what it is no but what it is is that it's me complimenting how good she is, <laughs>
0: truly. I know what that I means have.
1: To be, I think. Oh really? I have such low tolerance for bad parents.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like
1: this thing this portrayal of like well i'm an actress so i don't have my shit together and i can't take care of other humans mm-hmm. makes me so angry <laughs> and she does such a good job of it like this like she, she so literally bad. like so so her daughter comes home covered in a stranger's blood because she's witnessed an accident mm-hmm. and she goes i can call out of my show tonight and her daughter goes, no, no, it's okay. I'd really, I'm gonna go out with my friends. Bitch, no! <laughs> you do not ask the question. You stay the fuck home with your kid. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So like, like literally, like bra- bravo, brava, bravi,
0: bravi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you watch the movie, you'll get that. Um, <laughs> uh, to what's her name again? I'm so sorry. J. Smith Cameron. J. Smith Cameron, because
0: she's really, really incredible. She's um, on Succession, mm-hmm. and she has a, a like a kinky sex relationship with Kieran Culkin on Succession. Whoa,
1: so, who's
0: also in this movie? Kieran
1: Culkin also in this movie.
0: Yeah, um, I thought you were gonna say that the woman who plays uh, Allison Janney's friend mm-hmm. uh, is named Jeannie Berlin,
1: uh-huh.
0: and she is a. The perform like it's not an insult to her, <laughs> but this woman is so annoying. Yeah, <laughs> and like she's written to be annoying, and the performance is so good. But the- she like is so frustrating in conversation, where yeah. she's like yelling at people in the middle of conversation about stuff that's not their fault and stuff like that. It's just yeah. a very good performance. Who- yeah,
1: well, and it feels borderline. um, Is this a performance? Yeah, yeah which yeah. is possibly what makes it so good.
0: Right. Um, the pacing of this movie, of the the extended cut, Mm -hmm. is so strange. Like, there's so many scenes where you just get a snippet of something, or you cut away from the scene in what feels like the middle of it, or you come into a scene after the thing that a normal movie would show you is the point of the scene, after that has happened already. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, Especially after... Like, especially in the second and third hour.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Where it's
0: just, like... And I don't... It doesn't... Um, it doesn't feel, like, pointless or... Uh, yeah. Everything feels like it has a purpose. Yes. But it just... It's, like, it, it's you're always off your guard. And mm-hmm. that's the same with the sound mix. And that's the same with, like, a lot of things. And I think that that's all gets to... I mean, for me, that's why I love the movie so much mm-hmm. is that this thing it's about, which is like that being in the middle of like, oh, I'm, you know, she, she loses her virginity in this movie. She gets an abortion, which you only see in the extended cut. Apparently that part is not in the theatrical mm-hmm. cut at all. Okay. Um, but you know, that thing of being in the middle of like being a child, cause there's scenes in this where she's like a child. Yeah. Like, um. Or she's talking, like talking when she brings Kieran Culkin over to deflower her. Oh my god! She is like showing him stuff around her room, like the stuffed animals, obviously, but then also just like other stuff. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, you're a child. And sorry, the point I'm trying to get to that thing of being in between being a child and being an a, a an adult, which she does so desperately wants to be. Mm-hmm. It, you are unsettled. You are. You know. You do never know what's happening. Like you are coming into things without realizing what you just saw and all that's like it just yeah. it's so evocative in a in a really powerful good way.
1: Yeah, yeah, like I wrote down it, it there's so much living in the uncomfortable mm-hmm. in this movie, yeah. it, which is really um, fun. Uh, <laughs> is um, it fun? Is it fun um,
0: or is it exhausting?
1: Yeah. Um yeah, and it's it is interesting because um I feel like when uh, a playwright, someone who is known for being a playwright does a film, you can always tell. Mm-hmm. You can always feel it. Um and a lot of the time or some of the time, like with um State and Maine, for example, mm, yeah. it was like, "Oh, I can see this on stage. This is this could very easily on stage, yep. right?" Um it's not that Margaret could transfer to stage. You just you couldn't do it, yeah. I don't think. But it feels, all of the dialogue feels so much like a play. Mm-hmm. So it's this weird thing where it's like, it's this perfect example of of giving someone who has only had the tools of a theater and a stage, like, the keys to the kingdom. Yeah.
0: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I and what, mean.
1: what would they do? And that's what they would do. Yeah. You know? And it's just very, like, interesting to watch. Yeah. All of the, like, classroom scenes are oh, is such, like, a play. Oh, you guys. This is so funny. So there's a bunch of classroom scenes with a bunch of kids, and it's just, like, all of these people, where you're like, oh, I know that person. That I know that. Person. Yeah, I know that person. All and these
0: like young act- actors who were young in 2005. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly.
1: And I'm watching it, and I'm watching. I'm like, who is this guy? Who's this guy? And I suddenly realize that it's his name is Adam Rose, and he is real big on TikTok. <laughs> and I just like, I thought it was so funny. He's an actor, and he's done a bunch of things, but like, he's known. As, like, the guy with the blue cardigan on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: That's so funny.
1: Yeah.
0: What does he... You said he, like... Du-
1: he does have a bit that he does where, like, someone will comment, like, hey, aren't you the guy from this show? And he'll, like... Because there's a thing on TikTok where you can, like, uh, pin the comment on your video and respond mm-hmm. with a video. And he'll like pretend he's reading like, hey, weren't you the guy? And then he goes, roll the tape. And then he shows a clip from that. And (laughs) it's like very, I'm doing it in a way that sounds super obnoxious, but he does it (laughs) in a way that's very charming.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Um, Those classroom scenes are really, I mean, we haven't really, I talked a little bit about Matt Damon, Mm -hmm. but the, there's Matthew Broderick. Is a teacher. Is a teacher there. And there's Matt Damon and she's hitting on Matt Damon the entire movie and it, you know, goes exactly where you kind of think it's going to go. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's so cringy. You guys, it is, it is, it is un- like, I was like crawling in my shirt. Yeah. Out of my fucking skin <laughs> for that entire scene.
1: Right. There is a, A very, like, visceral, brutal bus accident. And that's not the most uncomfortable thing you will see in this film.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But those school scenes are really great. There's a scene, uh, and I don't know if this is in the theatrical cut, but there's a scene where there's a kid in... Matthew Browder's class with Margaret. Mm-hmm. Not with Lisa, sorry, Jesus Christ. She's not named Margaret. She's not Margaret. She's not Margaret. <laughs> Margaret's not in this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and there's a kid arguing with the teacher about something about Shakespeare's meaning. Oh for, yeah, yeah, And it just goes on for fucking ever. And Matthew Browder keeps stopping to drink juice in the middle <laughs> of the in the middle of this argument he's having with a kid. And I was just like, like, I, 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 you know, I haven't, I haven't figured out what this scene is, what it <laughs> is doing here, what it means, what it evokes, like, mm-hmm. but i but I, it feels very real to me. <laughs> it feels very like well observed. Yeah. I don't know. Here's um, a question
1: that yeah. I have for you. Cause my last note that I took was, could have been a show? Yeah. How would you have felt about this being like a limited series? Would that, do I just feel that way because it's so fucking long? Or would it have made, do you think it would have made a good show?
0: I don't think it would make a good show. Because it doesn't have, (laughs) like, like it, it feel, it, it kind of like the, the accident happens. The accident happens and then there's like a long time where she's doing like, weird sex stuff with her teenage boyfriends and stuff and like <laughs> it's almost like she's trying to forget it like the movie doesn't return to like the accident stuff for a while yeah like her mom has a boyfriend and that's a whole plot line yeah uh, it does feel like a show right like a series in that way where there's like a b story about jean renault playing this boyfriend <laughs> yeah um but i don't know i don't know i i I, it doesn't. Sorry, what I was trying to say. It doesn't feel like it has like episode points to it. Mm. And, and I mean, obviously, you can write that stuff and you right. can put them in in the edit and everything. But it it doesn't. I, I'd rather watch it this way.
1: Okay. People
0: said that about the Irishman too, and I was like, the Irish because that's another longy boy we call it <laughs> in the biz, the longy boy. Um. And uh, I don't know. I mean, like I. Do I want to see a 90 minute cut of Margaret? I kind of do. <laughs> and see how that plays. I bet it would be yeah. the best movie you've ever seen in your fucking life. Yeah. Um but that said, I also liked this a lot and I feel like it just the accident happens and it and everything just kind of like tendrils out from there like mm-hmm. it's like a Like a spill or something like that. And you just kind of like live in the mess Mm -hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Does that sound good to you? Is that a good review you? (laughs) Do you like to live in the mess? Um,
1: Have I got the film for you? Have
0: I got the year in quarantine for you? (laughs) Um... Margaret. My last note is just abortion. That's what it says. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's kind of a light, fun, yeah, fun movie. Yeah, It's cool. Good date movie. Yeah. So I would say, to sum it up for me, if I feel like everyone should see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> just as a, like a, like if it had just come out when it was supposed to come out, it would probably have been like in the Oscar rate, like Anna Paquin would have an Oscar, I think another Oscar. Cause she already won one. I was going
1: to say, didn't she? Isn't that her whole thing?
0: But I, I really (laughs) do believe that. I really do. Like she gives such an incredible performance as, and like, yeah. And I feel like if you like seeing New York city, which I do, and if you like, and like the cast is stacked, you've got all these amazing people in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and Allison Janney gives like the, the most, Anyway, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up, right? That's what we do on this podcast. We do thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. great.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked it. It's really long. Uh, you know. You're not wrong. Unfortunately, that is a huge point against it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um hey, what's the. Connection. We got an easy one, folks. Pretty
0: easy one. So Matt Damon is yeah. in Margaret. Yep. And George Clooney is in Out of Sight, which is our next movie. Yep. And they were together in Ocean's Se- Eleven. Several films. Um. So then that brings us to our next movie, Out of Sight. From 1998, directed by Steven Soderbergh. Is our second Steven Soderbergh movie. hmm uh, IMDb summary is a career bank robber breaks out of jail and shares a moment of mutual attraction with a U.S. marshal. <laughs> he is kidnapped. Well, that would be a very short movie ah, if that's all it was about.
1: I but don't that's, know why shares a moment of mutual attraction is so funny to yeah.
0: me. <laughs> so this is like 1998. Yeah. This is primo uh, like Pulp Fiction and Go and... Jackie Brown. I mean, Jackie Brown is also based on an Elmore Leonard book. Oh, um, which is also Get Shorty is based on an Elmore right, Leonard book and right. and some other things. It was there was a big Elmore Leonard gold rush in the late nineties. <laughs> but anyway, so oh, and also as speaking of that is uh, Michael Keaton plays the same character in this and Jackie Brown. Anyway, oh. so the the Leonard verse. Um, <laughs> Anyway, sorry, so Out of Sight, uh, and is very much, it's very much in that milieu of, like, crime, uh, non-linear storytelling. Yeah. Very much meant to just, like, look and be cool the entire time. (laughs) Which I would say, for me, it succeeds. Yeah. (laughs) It's very cool. Very cool movie. Very
1: cool. Um, it, the, the menu is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, this there's is, so
1: many fonts.
0: <laughs> this is a early. It says like collector's edition. Yeah. On the, in the, this is a very early purchase for yeah. me, and definitely one of mine. Yeah. Um. Because I was like obsessed with this movie. Yeah, wow.
1: and which is funny because I don't ha- now, having watched it. I don't think that I've watched it before. You
0: never saw it. I
1: don't think
0: so. Wow, that's wild to me.
1: Right. I because it's it's wild to me too because I remember you being obsessed with it so I can't believe yeah. that
0: and it's so like but
1: I really if we did watch it I fell asleep like I don't remember right.
0: it well and it's so entertaining yeah. you know what I mean it feels like a movie that in the prime DVD era we would have selected for a movie night you, you yeah know just
1: we used to do movie Survivor Island it feels like it would have
0: yeah exactly exactly gotten yeah. um anyway so. Out of sight. George Clooney.
1: Oh, my God. You guys, this cast.
0: Yeah. Wow. The cast is stacked.
1: I'm going to name some. Here we go. We got Jennifer Lopez.
0: You were <laughs> going to say Jennifer Love Hewitt.
1: No, I was going to say Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. We're going to start again. because <laughs> well, no, you wrote, live with it. Because I wrote J-Lo, and I was yeah. like, don't call her J-Lo. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. You got Jennifer Lopez, you have George Clooney, you have Catherine Keener, you have Steve Zahn, you have Ving Rhames, you have Don Cheadle, you have Michael Keaton, you have Viola Davis!
0: Viola Davis, who I did not remember was in this. You had Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina. Chicago's own Dennis Farina. Yeah. Um, which I say because you asked me in the middle of What is that accent? <laughs> what is that accent? And I was like, I think that's Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Um, yeah, and I mean... I had not I so I saw the I love this movie and I'd seen it a lot when I was a teenager and in my twenties and stuff mm-hmm. and I had not seen it in a long time and I did not know how it was gonna hold up and I Oh, we didn't mention Louise Guzman. Yeah, Louise, Louise Guzman. Louise
1: Guzman, I forgot.
0: Sorry. Um and I was like, Oh, is this gonna be like Three Kings? Which <laughs> if you go back and listen to our three kings episode didn't hold up that great. Didn't hold up. I mean I still like it kind of, but like it it was not like, it was like oh it was not great like watching it it wasn't like, great, <laughs> um, but I thought it was great I had such a good time <laughs> I had such a good time and then also like I didn't remember all these like I didn't, certainly didn't remember that Viola Davis was in it yeah there's one scene yeah she, uh, you pointed out. She plays a character named Moselle, and that's our second Moselle of the podcast. Yeah, because yeah, the one it being Eve's you Yeah, I mean they know the audience knows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they're like yeah, Eve's Bayou. They're saying it <laughs> to their podcast uh, app. Okay. <laughs> um, so I didn't remember that all these people were in it. I certainly didn't remember that Viola Davis was in it. I also they they started talking about this character named Glenn. Uh huh. And they were like, "Oh, I'm gonna beat." The shit out of Glenn when I see him or whatever, and I was yeah. like, "Who plays Glenn?" I don't remember this. And then Steve Zahn shows up. Let me tell you, <laughs> when it was revealed that it was Steve Zahn, I felt such warmth come over me. I was just like, "Hey, that's like the
1: best." I there's a little heart next to Steve Zahn's name because he's so incredible.
0: He's so incredible, and what a what a like you're never mad to see Steve to you, see Steve Zahn in you a movie. You're just not. Yeah. You're never just like, "Oh man," um, you're like.
1: Hey! Hey! Uh,
0: our second Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. <laughs> yeah, riding in cars with boys. Yeah, man. Anyway, so...
1: Cast is stacked.
0: Cast is stacked. And it's, um, it's a... It's like a... uh, He's a cool bank robber mm-hmm. who's in and out of jail. Mm-hmm. During a prison escape, he gets stuffed in a trunk with Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. who plays a U.S. Marshal.
1: Yeah, like he's trying to escape. She interferes. He grabs her and brings her into the trunk with him.
0: Yeah, Ving Rhames stuffs them in there and drives yeah. them off. Yeah, yeah. And they share a spark, and then it's kind of this, like them. She's trying to catch him while also they're... trying
1: to fuck him. Yeah,
0: sure. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's a family podcast, um, so they, and they're but their their chemistry is off the charts, just crazy. And you know, are they gonna get together? Is she gonna bring him into jail? There's also a caper happening. Oh, we didn't mention Don Cheadle, did we? No, I
1: listed Don Cheadle. Oh, he's Don on Cheadle there. is
0: great. Um, there's a caper happening where they're gonna rob Albert Brooks's house. Albert Brooks. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't mention, mention Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks. By the way, there's a whole thing in the movie where he's obsessed with fish, and they crush his fish. Albert oh. Brooks plays Marlon. In Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. Whoa! It all comes. That's the, that's how we got the part, probably. Oh
1: my god!
0: He said, "I like fish." Here's a documentary about it. It's called Out of Sight. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, so they are gonna rip this these diamonds from Albert Brooks's house. It's just like it's and it's it, you know the non-linear stuff for me works really well. You're jumping back and forth between like when he was in prison. When George Clooney was in prison versus not in prison. Yeah. And that works well for me.
1: Well, it it got a little confusing
0: for me. Okay.
1: Which is maybe I'm just dumb. Mm -mm. But there's like, because he's in two different prisons.
0: Lompoc and Glades.
1: Right. So Glades is the one he escapes from and grabs J-Lo. Yeah. So then, how does he escape from the second one?
0: They don't... He just gets out. They don't show that. They, but what...
1: But, but, so, what's weird about that is that at some point... The second point, one is actually
0: the first one. Lompoke. What? I'm so sorry. Lompoke, the one that they don't show how he gets out, that mm-hmm. happened before... Okay. Lights.
1: See, that's where I was confused. I was like, did this happen before or after? Right. Um, because... When he's talking to J-Lo in the trunk, he says, like, something about, like, like 30 years. I'm not doing that. I'm not going back. Yeah. So then it was like, well, then he goes back to jail and he gets out. Like, that wasn't 30 years. Did he escape again? So I was confused yeah. about the timeline
0: of that. I see. Um, I see. Um,
1: but maybe I'm just stupid. You're
0: definitely not stupid. You know who I appreciated watching it this time? Who? Irving Rames. Ving Rhames.
1: Oh, I was like, who's <laughs> Irving Rames?
0: Um Who? It
1: never occurred to me. Is that his name? Is his name Irving? Yeah. That never
0: occurred to me. You know who gave him the name Ving? Who? Stanley Tucci. When they were together at a little school called SUNY Purchase. If you go to SUNY. S-U-N-Y. 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 S-U-S-U-N-Y. Anyway. So, <laughs> uh, I thought he was great. He's essentially doing the same thing he does in the Mission Impossible movies, which is just like is. be the moral center of the universe, friend of the white guy, yeah, who's the star of the movie, yeah. And I was like, Does Ving Rhames ever like been had his own like starring vehicle? And mm-hmm. I don't. He, there should be like a franchise built around Ving Rhames. There I mean, should. I don't know how he's doing.
1: Yeah, it's um, so well. It's just like so he's so good at the like uh, the subtle little things. Yeah. Um. Like there's a there's a point where he's like hold he's holding a he's aiming a gun at someone and, and he just looks over his glasses yeah. as he's aiming the gun. And I'm just like, why was that so perfect? Like yeah. I don't it's just like so he's good.
0: There's so many little <laughs> I'm not moments saying anything. No, 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 you are there's so <laughs> many little moments in this movie that are good like that. And in a in a movie that is trying so hard to be cool. Mm-hmm. Like, if it wound up not being cool, it would be a fucking disaster. Yeah. Because you'd be like, oh, boy, brother. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, cool it. You know what I mean? Well,
1: that's this is the thing. I The whole time I was watching it, I felt like um, there is another timeline where this movie is ha, was made. And it's just like camp as hell.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know what I mean?
1: Yep. It's like... Um, uh, Hold on, wait for it. I'm waiting. Oh my god! Oh brother, where art thou?
0: Okay, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Which is like a year later for George Clooney. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's there's another timeline where that happened with this movie, and it's not as good. Okay. Because this, the thing that I loved about it is that, like you're saying, it's very cool. It's very like played like straight, but it's so funny.
0: Yeah, it's really it's funny.
1: so... It's like... It's that... It's almost... It's almost as if everyone in the movie is Mark Wahlberg in The Departed. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they're all yeah. just playing these characters and it's hilarious. Yeah. Even though it's not necessarily written or meant to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But there were several, like, lol moments. Right,
0: right, right, right. Um, no, I think they. I think they have... I mean... The casting is so good. I think it is funny. I think, I think, like, it's like, yeah, I, yes, I agree. <laughs> I was trying to add something, I had nothing to add. I, like, I had nothing to add besides was like, good, good, yeah, good, good point, good point. <laughs> Great. Um, it's the score of it, the score of the movie, yeah, not my favorite, although it's like, there's, okay, there's a type of score for this movie mm-hmm. that I'm, like, allergic to. Like, I cannot watch. Uh-huh. And um, I just watched the movie Midnight Run with Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro, which has is, like, is a very um, in the same wheelhouse. It's, like, low-level criminals. I think Dennis Farina is in it. <laughs> uh, no, I know Dennis Farina is in it. It's very much in the same, like, like um, genre. And is a comedy and is all this stuff. And it has one of the most distracting scores I've ever heard in my life. And people love this score. People, I like looked it up. I was like, people have to be talking about this online. Like, like the, this score is one of the worst is like, like so bad. And then I looked it up and people were like, Oh, obviously this is one of the best scores that we've ever heard. And I was like, Oh, I guess I'm wrong. Um, which is fine. I can be wrong. But, uh, but this is almost that. Mm. It's like that, like funky blues guitar. The, <laughs> no, it's bass. It's it's a lot of bass. It's a lot of like. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you're like, keep going. This is, this is great. Is great. Um, but it doesn't cross over into like I fucking hate this. So yeah, that's I, all I'm saying. <laughs>
1: well, it's funny you brought up the the score because I was like. Uh is this just the same music as Oceans mm-hmm. as the Oceans movies? Is it the same person?
0: I mean, is this the same movie as as Oceans 11? Like it kind There's of that. is. yeah. Is he playing the exact same character? Definitely. Yes. Um but that's that's actually an interesting thing is that the Oceans movies I like this a lot more than I like Oceans 11. I like Oceans 11 a lot, mm-hmm. but I like this one a lot more. I kind of wish like this had several sequels and like you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um but I guess like I don't know if I don't know you know anyway the oceans movies um, are their own thing and they, they, but this is like if you if you like the oceans movies and you haven't seen it out of sight what are you doing
1: what yeah what are Recom- you doing recommended it's, it's for
0: sure essentially another one
1: yeah there's also a funny thing where just back on the it being so cool you've you've got these two. Um, uh, gods <laughs> yeah. um, together, and it's just—you mean
0: George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez?
1: Yes, yeah. yeah, and it's just like, oh yeah, these are two like unattainably gorgeous yeah. people. So I don't, I don't know. There's just something weirdly magical about that because you see so much of like. Um, the beautiful woman and the, like, dumpy guy. Do you know what I yeah.
0: mean? Yep. Um, yeah. No, it's great. And it's this great is just that like, he's oh, also no, no, hot. No. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, no, no, no,
1: just two, like, very hot people yeah. mashing together. Yeah, and yes, really please. good
0: performances from both of them. Yeah. And it is, it is funny, though, because it does feel very old school to just have two extremely hot people. <laughs>
1: Attractive people. But, like,
0: not, like, um uh like this is this is not what i mean and i'm not going to make myself clear but not like centerfold hot but just right. like adult hot
1: yes yes <laughs> you know yes I mean? there is a very funny to me scene where they they finally are gonna sleep together and they're like standing on opposite sides of the bed and oh, like oh yeah that's great j-lo is like taking off her sweater and then she like takes off her dress and she's wearing this gorgeous like matching lacy like blush nude and panty set And it's like ooh, and then george clooney takes off his suit and he's wearing like white boxers yeah. and i just like I guffawed because yeah. I was like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I say it all the time, but like, height of their power, essentially. Yeah. Although J Lo, I mean, she like, never. She's still up there. Yeah, like hustlers, you know. Yeah. Um, I I remember we watched Made in Manhattan one time, and I was like, "This is pretty good." <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, and it's it it. Again, 90s movie, you're you're bracing for the the awfulness. And not only was there not kind of awfulness, but she plays an FBI agent. Yeah. Who's just smart and good and like yeah, is in love with a criminal, but like but has agency. But has agency and it's never I don't know, it's just it was it was really interesting to watch cuz I kept waiting for the awful thing and there's even a scene where these like guys try to hit on her at the bar, and she's just like, "No." Yeah. And and it's just so well done. Yeah. Um.
0: And, uh, and ahead of the, its
1: time in that way. Yeah.
0: The one guy comes over, tries a line on her. She
1: and she's like, "I him. just want to have a drink." The second Please guy go comes away. over,
0: really really lays it on thick. Yeah. She you know tells him to go away, and then she's looking out the window. And the reflection of the third guy, and you were like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Will they stop or whatever? And then you reveal that it's George Clooney. I was like, "Oh,
1: okay, it's mine."
0: <laughs> really got you there. It I was got there. me. I was, I, that I, I, it's always nice to watch a thing and it like get someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Is that specifically for me, because I guess all of the things?
0: Yeah, because you're way ahead of everything all the time. Yes. I was like, oh,
1: they got you. They got me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it was, I I really enjoyed watching this again. I hadn't. uh, Yeah. It was also uh, this, cut this out if it's racist. Can't wait. Um. It was cool to see Don Cheadle play this kind of character. I'm also very glad that he doesn't usually play this kind of yes, character. Yes, Like, it seems like he played this, like, awful psychopathic, sociopathic criminal. Yeah. And then was like, okay, I feel like I might be done playing, like, the black criminal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I am... So it's like a novelty in his oeuvre is yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's very cool and I think that he does, it is very, he does such a good job and you, and you, gla- like, I think it's a good thing that you don't ever think of him as like... Yeah, yeah um playing a criminal or a prisoner or a crackhead or whatever right. stereotypical roles he was probably offered a bunch in the 90s right I
1: mean? well and um uh Isaiah Washington too who oh yeah is who plays like his kind of partner in crime and and the same kind of thing where he's even more yeah. sociopathic and and you know stereotypical um just like black crime person <laughs> um And he went on to play uh, Dr. Burke in Grey's Anatomy. Um, I believe he was uh, written off the show because he said some very homophobic, awful things. But uh, when he popped up, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then here he was like playing something completely different. It's a shame about him being a homophobe. He might uh, have a good career.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, also Nancy Allen is in it. She plays Midge in the end. She's like this, uh, uh, amazing actress from Carrie and from RoboCop and from, (laughs) uh, uh, Blowout, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, she's just like, it was just like the cast is stacked. Like even this role that is kind of nothing, unfortunately is like, oh, Nancy Allen. She's great. Yeah. Um, anyway anyway and also I I mean you you don't we already talked about the oceans movies you don't get oceans 11 through 13 through eight I guess um, <laughs> without out of sight I feel like you know what I mean yeah people like, pe- yeah, like yeah. people saw out of sight and they were like oh do that again and he did with oceans he was 11. like okay yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and I actually I yeah I have great affection for this movie still yeah I thought it was great
1: okay are they available?
0: Margaret is on HBO Max. Both, the, both cuts, cuts. Both cuts.
1: Interesting. Yes.
0: If you click on Margaret on HBO Max, you get the theatrical cut, and the extras is listed as the... Oh. It's like...
1: Yeah. Great. That's interesting. And then Out of Sight...
0: Out of Sight is on Fubo. Fubo, baby! Still don't know what it is. <laughs> refuse to find out. Our favorite streaming
1: service. Um. Okay.
0: I don't know what to do. We can't. We got to get rid of something. I. We spent several weeks not getting rid of things. I
1: think I know what to do. What? I think it's got to be Margaret. One, it is available on a streaming service that we have, and like, yeah, and the fact that both cuts are available, like, yeah, yeah. If yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. if it was like director's cut, not available on HBO, I'd be like, okay, well, that's like not great. But both of them are available. Um. I also, as far as like, now are we, here's the question, because they're listed differently on the spreadsheet, does that mean we're we're gonna wait for the We're gonna watch Margaret again? You know? Like, do you know no, what I mean? No, we're probably not gonna watch
0: Margaret we'll again. We'll skip
1: it if it comes up. But the fact that that in theory we could get rid of this long one, because <laughs> I gotta say. If I get the urge to watch Margaret again, I'm not gonna watch that one. Like I cannot, okay. I cannot imagine being like, you know what I really want to do right now? I want to watch four hours <laughs> of this again. Um, because it was borderline for me. Like I like I said, I remember really liking this film and then watching and then this, <laughs> you cut, watch
0: this cut. And
1: I was like, I still like it, but oof. 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 Yeah. So that is my vote is that we keep out of sight and get rid of Margaret.
0: It's a good vote. I feel like that's how we got to go. I have I'm also like, well, what if, could we upgrade to a Blu-ray out of, out of sight or like get rid of out of sight and maybe upgrade it down the road somewhere? That doesn't you that doesn't do anything. Um uh, yeah we i can't think you're right count, we can't count on
1: upgrading the whole point is that we
0: physical, get rid of things physical
1: yeah. media is being phased out so but it
0: shouldn't be because then
1: yeah it shouldn't be but, but it is
0: this podcast on the idea <laughs> that it is um look the streaming services are not your parents <laughs> you gotta have your own library it's true uh I mean I don't have an argument because I unfortunately like both of these movies a lot. I
1: like them too. I just think and I feel like we can't Steve Rule it again. We can't donate
0: again. I agree. We have I agree. to get rid of I something. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. People are gonna
1: stop listening. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. Um, all right. We're gonna get rid of the Mar Margaret extended cut. Ooh.
1: Thank you, Margaret. You're amazing.
0: Thank you, Magari.
1: <laughs> Can't recommend enough if you haven't seen it to watch it.
0: Yeah. Um, As we throw it in the track. <laughs> no. 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 Um, all right. All right.
1: Shall we pick this next match up? Hey, Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 6.
0: Oh, <laughs> six from 2004, 13 going on 30. Ah,
1: wait, why were we just talking about this movie?
0: I don't know. Is Mark Ruffalo in that one?
1: He is. Wow. Oh, I'm excited.
0: Okay. So <laughs> I feel have like you I seen s- it. I think I have, but also Might it could be, be like
1: osmosis.
0: Could be seven other movies. <laughs>
1: How dare you? No, I'm not saying
0: anything about the quality of this one. I'm just saying, like, that.
1: Um, All right, let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Mm Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321.
0: A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 1,315. 1,315 is from 2011, young adult. Yeah. Okay. I remember really liking that movie a lot.
1: Yeah. And that's uh, weirdly fitting with 13 going on 30?
0: (gasps) Wow. Right? Thematic.
1: Thematic. All right. Thematic podcast next week, guys.
0: (laughs) Thematic. Get ready. I would say Margaret is also thematic with that because it's about...
1: All right. Well, we already did Margaret, so let's move on, shall we? Perfect. You gotta let her go.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Great. I had no retort. Um, well.
1: All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you got this far. We're DVD Deathmatch in all of the places. We got the Insta. We got the Twitter. We got the Gmail. We got the World Quad Web. And. I hope that you get some really good sleep tonight. Just like, shut it down, head hits the pillow, out, really pleasant dreams, wake up feeling refreshed and ready to start your day.
0: That's very nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I think tomorrow, so the day before this comes out,
1: Uh uh-huh,
0: uh birthday of dvd deathmatch super listener joe garden so i hey! want to shout out
1: to him <laughs> happy birthday yeah, happy birthday
0: to joe garden uh, a great dude who i have not seen in a long time and <laughs> would love to see again when this is all over uh anyway <laughs> all right
1: guys come back next week and see who survives dvd, DVD deathmatch Death